welcome. Welcome to Connect and Grow. Um, this is our first uh, ever uh, session. I'm actually very excited for it. I'm very thankful we have Edith from Keeping Your Book. She actually founded Keeping Your Book many years ago now. Her and I met while I was working in Miami at Novox. She used to lead all of the um, all of the human resources, all of the numbers, uh, all the finances for the agency. And little by little, I just asked her, you know, I'm like, can you start doing my taxes? Like, do you do that? And, you know, she's like, yeah, I could do your taxes. So um, that friendship started back then. It's been a while. And um, that evolved uh, when I opened, when I started my own, my own business as well. She was able to help me um, you know, just guide me through the process of setting things up. And, you know, I always recommend her to everyone else that can hear me and listens to me. I'm like, no, you need to stop doing your taxes on your own. You need to go to her. Um, she's the best. I got my parents to do it. I've gotten coworkers to go to her, um, friends of mine, and everyone's always super happy. So um, I really wanted to share this knowledge about the taxes, about what to do during the pandemic, what is the government actually giving us? Um, what do we have to do? Because a lot of things um, seem free, but they're not. Um, so you just have to know how to actually spend the money so that you're not hit with any fees later. Um, so we'll get moving and we'll get started on that. I don't know, Edith, if there's anything that you wanted to add to that. No, no, basically, uh, the idea of this is tell everybody what option do they have right now in terms of a small mm -hmm. business or self-employee, um, what opportunities you just mentioned uh, do they have. We can apply for a few SBA business uh, loans that is right now current, mm -hmm. and also a little bit to explain the difference between PPP, uh, EIDL, uh, bridge loan, which is basically all of them, three different names under the same umbrella. So when I mean the same umbrella mm -hmm. is SBA. So the yeah. difference between one of each other is, mm -hmm. is dependent on what you need to. So I don't know if you want me to start talking about that or you just mm -hmm. wanted to continue and I will help you and support you um, with so, more information. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the, the, the coronavirus relief options. That's what the SBA is, um, the small business, right? SBA stands for... So we have, what is it that right now, running the... I mean, the thing is that was a first wave. Like that first mm -hmm. wave wasn't too just very limit. When I say limit, it's just for people who really was in business, you know, like 100% commitment to the business with payroll, with restaurants or any other kind of company. So that first, mm -hmm. wave, first wave start in April. Um, there was a very, a, a lot of applications went through SBA so they have to close that. So now we are in the second wage. The second wage is a very good opportunity because right now they are more flexible. And also one of the tricks about the SBA loans, is they don't really say that, but one of the requirements is that you have to have uh, a status here. So you have to have a resident or you have to have a visa, that visa that is going to give you the option to be resident later, or you have to have an approved, an asylum approved already or citizen. If you don't have these four, 
even if you apply, even if maybe you had the opportunity to get a thousand dollars in advance or three thousand, depending on the number of employees that you allocate in your application, you are not going to go mm -hmm. to the next step. So when I mean the next step is right now getting back again to the uh, loans that we currently have the option to apply as a small business means even if you have a corporation, 1120, 1065, or sole proprietor company, you can apply. Or if you are self-employee, let's say that you only receive K-1 from any other company, or you just have a Schedule C, or you are a single member of your own company, and you have to do your taxes as in personal using the Schedule C, you have the option to apply for this loan, which is the EIDL. So this EIDL also is going to give you like an advance, depending if you have mm -hmm. employees or not, okay? So let's say that you are a single member and you run payroll last year, and you just realize right now that you don't have cash flow, and indeed you have the option to get those loans. So you just need to go to SBA and apply for the EIDL. It's going to ask you basic questions about the company. It's going to ask you if the company is less than 500 employees, or if you also, what kind of company do you have? It's very simple. So after that, it's mm -hmm. going to ask you how many persons are under your company. So you have to put one or two or three, depending on the case. So if your case is that you mm -hmm. have employees, let's like say there are four, they are going to receive the first advance. It's $1,000 per employee up 10000 So you have 20, you are not going to get 20000 You're going to get 10000 This is This is the top. After that, you are going to automatically run into the second option that the SBA is going to send you an email with details about, okay, we, based on the information that you put in your first application, which is basically how, ma how much sales, you know, what is your gross sell for 2018? And you also have mm -hmm. cost of goods sold. They are going to do an evaluation and also with your information as an owner, they're going to run a report like, everybody else to double check that indeed you know you don't have maybe too much accounts open or you don't indeed doesn't have any um bankruptcy or a lot of past due dates uh, in your record in your credit report so mm -hmm. if, if you are a person that let's say 620 but you don't have too much credit cards open and you also running a good business you qualify for so but it's no way for us to so, say mm -hmm. how much money you are going to get. That is something that, that the SBA is going to send you a pre-approval and say, you know what, based on the information that you gave me before, and we already checked your credit and everything, you, can pre you are pre-approved for $50,000. So they are going to give you the option as well. Mm -hmm. If you want, to, you want the $50,000 or you just want less or how much do you want? So right away... The process so, is like mm -hmm. this. So first, we need to apply for the EIDL. After you apply for the so, EIDL, you're going to receive mm -hmm. an email. You are going to receive an email between 24 hours or 48 hours asking you to create an account. As soon as you create the account under SBA, you are going to receive another email some cases in less than 20 hours, some other cases in five days. You always need to check your junk uh, or no, um, because most of the time people don't realize that the SBA already sent you the email. And if you don't create the account, you are not able mm -hmm. 
to go to the next step and see how much is your pre-approval. Mm -hmm. So, so let me um, let me stop you there because I, I, there's a couple of questions and you know yes. you're you're very well versed in all of this, um, but it's like you know when I the first time I heard it I was like okay hold on you know like what what is this so um, something that everybody keeps talking about and that's the one thing that you hear all the time everywhere is this um, paycheck protection program the PPP oh. right. Um, and then people apply to it. And for example, for the for the PPP, I personally, you know, have been the only person in my in my company, like I wasn't, I couldn't like, exactly apply for the PPP, but I, I was able to qualify for other loans. Now, yes. when it comes to the PPP, because at the end of the day, these are all loans. So the, when it comes to the PPP, there are certain rules that we have to follow, right? In order for that, um, that grant to not turn into something that you're going to have to pay back. And there's, um, you know, something, something that I know, for example, is that as of now, they have the SBA um, PPP loans. It has to be spent 65% on salaries, right? And then the remaining on overhead, at least last time I checked. Um, and if you don't follow that, or if you don't have proof that that's the way that you spent it, you could potentially be hit with some fees, or you could be asked to repay that to the government. Is that correct? Yeah, of course. Yes, it is correct. Because remember, so the previous loan that I was talking is under the SBA, but it's totally different than the PPP. So mm -hmm. actually, you can get both. If you are an employer and you have W-2, you had people during 2019 and at the beginning of 2020, mm -hmm. and actually during, until now, employees, you are able to get the PPP. That program was created to avoid employers or business owners to fire people. So the idea mm -hmm. is to keep that people, to keep your payroll. So that's the rule. Rule number one, you have to did uh, W-2s or wrong payroll during 2019. Rule number two, you have to continue having your employers, your employees, sorry, to be able to get that PPP because they are going to ask you for the 940-941 forms that prove that you have payroll. And also you have to send a list of the current employees. So they are going to give you 2.5 times of your payroll. So let's say that your monthly payroll is $20,000. They are going to give you $50,000. To avoid you to pay that money back, you have to show them and provide them proof that during those two months and a half, you continue having payroll and you indeed sending, you know, the deposit for your employees. That's, let's say, payroll now they sorry I think you're breaking up a little I think we're just having a little bit of like bad connection If you don't show the proof that you was using the money or that 75% in your payroll you have to pay it back. 
um, you can you can you have to be careful because also when we fill out the information, they say, "Do you promise? Do you swear that you're going to use this money to the payroll? If no, it can be a felony as well. It's not only to pay the money back. It's like think about it. It's a lot of company as well that they need the money because they are currently working and they need to pay their employees. Um, maybe they are not able to get the PPP. So because the, mm -hmm. the, the the funds are a limit, so it's not like everybody's going to get the PPP and they are going to give it to them. Right, right. That makes sense. So, so um, Victor, to answer your question, you could um, you could qualify for it, but it's a matter of spending it how you're supposed to spend it and to have proof that that is the way that you spent it. So it's not money that's coming in that, um, you know, you could suddenly just splurge however you please. You, they will be, um, you know, they, they are going to be asking for proof of how it was spent so, um, so that they can track that accordingly. Um, so the basic, other one, basic, basically, yeah. they, the PPP is only for people who has employees on their W-2. Right. It's like that. Yes. So now they is, the PPP extends the day until, because I'm now checking, last night was another day. So they extend the loan until August the 8th. So August 8th is the last day okay. to apply for PPP. And remember that in order for you to apply for PPP, you can do that through the SBA. You have to do that through your bank, through third parties. The reason why they do that is because mm -hmm. it's a lot of work and the SBA doesn't have the capacity right now to process all the loans right now. So the, that program, the PPP, you have to double check with your bank or I can also give you some um, third parties that they work very well because I has been using them. I didn't check right now if they're open again, but it's like Cabbage, Lendio, Funbox, those kind of companies, you can also process the PPP. One of the things mm -hmm. PPP, like say that so, you don't have um, any there was a question. What are all um, uh -huh. tell me, Silvana. I think you just broke up a little bit. Sorry. There was um there was a question, I think you answered it already. The extension is August eighth, right? Yes. To apply for the PPP for PPP um, program. Okay, yes. perfect. So, and, and guys, if you, if you do have questions or you're like me, cause you know, I ain't got time for that. So I, I'm not going to go and I mean, I've tried reading all of these websites and I've tried going down that rabbit hole. And to be honest, like, just not fun, you know, like I do marketing and advertising and I love it. And then I surround myself with very intelligent people like Edith to handle things like my finances. So, um, Edith has been able to help me navigate all of this, like literally get on the phone with me, be side by side. She's like, show me what your screen is showing you, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. And if I, you know, if I do need help, she's always, um, she's always there for me because she is, um, you know, she's my, my bookkeeper, my accountant, et cetera. Um, and she's awesome. So the other loan and that, that is available, for example, for people, who um who just who have their own company but they don't have um they don't have payroll right they don't have any other employees maybe they didn't 
They didn't hire any freelancers. There was nothing of that sort that happened that year. You have the option to apply to what they call an EIDL loan advance. Um, this is a loan that provides you up to $10,000, right, on economic relief. Um, mm -hmm. And it is um, if for, you know, something that you could apply to. The next one, and she'll explain both of these together because they do intertwine. So it's just you have to know one to know the other. Um, the other one is called the SBA Express Bridge, Bridge Loan. Um, this SBA Express Bridge Loan, um, it has a very fast turnaround, which is awesome if you're impatient like myself. Um, you can get pre-approved for up to $25,000 um, by applying to this. Um, or even more. So that's the one that Eve was mentioning earlier. And she was saying you could apply online and then you wait on the email to come through. You finish up the application and it tells you you've been pre-approved for X amount of dollars. And that's based on your company standing from the previous year. So you could be, you know, you could qualify. The government could say you qualify for $50,000 for $80,000. Um, and something to know about that um, before you even go into, you know, applying and doing all this stuff, it's get with your accountant, get with Edith, look at your finances and really see if it makes sense for you because it is a loan that you have to pay back. Um, the good news about it is that you could pay this loan back after 12 months. So you have a 12 month grace period where you do not have to pay this back and the other thing that you should take a look at is what are you going to do with that money, right? So don't just get the money to get it. I mean, it's, it's great and all, but um, know that there is an APR. It is of 3.7, a 3.7 APR for, for that loan, which is great if you have, for example, credit cards, business credit cards, personal, et cetera, th that maybe the APR is a lot higher than that. Right. So it makes sense at that point to 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 apply to this loan with a much lower APR so that you could pay off this thing. Maybe you want to have an extra like extra disposable income right now because of the situation with the pandemic. And maybe you don't know where your job is going to be in a couple of months. Um, so you're, it's always just like, you know, safety, like a little safety net that you could have um, that you could consider applying to. And again, totally something that she is actually doing with me. We are in the process of doing that. She was able to, to log in and do most of this for me, which is, uh, which is great. Last night I got, um, I'm really trying to use this headphones. Um, last night um, I got the email uh, saying that they had received my application and you, know, you finish registering online and then eventually you get like the rest of the, of the documentation of, you know, what you have to do in order to receive the money. And then the money is like automatically, I think it's automatically um, put in your account, right? Well, not automatically. So step one, you have to do the application through the SBA. Mm -hmm. If you are going to apply for the bridge loan, IDL is one application. It's both the same. Um, you fill it out with basic okay. information. What company, what kind of company do you have? Or your name, your company name, TAS ID, how much your company sell during 2019? Uh, if they have any direct cost, 
and that's it. And the second page is going to ask you for the owners of the company. If someone is more than 20% owner uh, owns the company, it has to be added. And that's so simple. You're going to receive right away uh, confirmation of your application. You have mm -hmm. to add a, an email. I recommend you to use an email that you usually see frequently. But even though after you send that application in 24 hours, you have to check your email with SBA. It's simple. You just search by SBA and you are going to see that some of the emails sometimes is going straight to uh, junk. So that's why I always tell my client, did you check your junk? Did you check your junk? Say, Ida, yes, I didn't receive anything. No, you didn't check right because I know the times. So when it's more than three, four days, something is happening. <laughs> something is happening. So and more when I do the, the application myself, I know. So, and after that, I have to be so intense, say, oh, that wasn't my junk, I didn't check. Okay, okay, what did you receive? So the email that you're going to receive is like, create your account, so simple. With the SBA logo, blue and white and red, mm -hmm. and with a little box say, create your account. Right away, you click on it, and the idea of that account is the same email that you use, mm -hmm. that you receive your, your, your application. And the password, you just need to create a password, very simple. They are going, you are going to be next step. So some people receive nothing, some other we need to double check in 48 hours again. So for example, in your case, Silvana, after this call, we have time, we need to double check if now they add any other information that we see last night, like the pre-approval. So... Mm -hmm. Some cases when you create a counter away, it's going to show you, oh, you have a pre-approval of $40,000, let's say. So you have your chance in there to click on review the amount. It's a little bit line under the amount. It's so simple. You're going to see that you can click on it and you can get the 50,000 they're offering you or you just can lower the amount. You just lower the amount if you want. You click and accept. The second step is going to view, is going to see review your information like let me see your identity i wanted to know if you are who you are they are going to ask you for basic information identity information like when you go to the credit websites and after that is another option down is double check the bank account is correct is the same bank account that you added it at the beginning the first application so when you do the application, what you need to have, you need to have, and you need to know how much were your sales during 2018, cost, if you have any cost directly affecting your sales, no expenses that you have for rent, no, 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 don't use that. So you don't have anything, you just put your sales, you don't need to put anything else. And they are going to have the account, so please use the same bank account with the name of your company. So if your company is like keeping your book, don't use an account that is under desk cleaning. It's no sense. So if you don't do that right, that's why or one of the reasons that your application can be delayed or maybe declined. Because if you're applying mm -hmm. and you want to receive money for your company, don't use another account. So Makes after sense. that, you just receive so, another email, uh, you create the account, yeah. and you just need mm -hmm. to wait. So the last step, like I said, you approve everything. You have to wait another 48 hours for like a signal paper, everything online. So you have to access again 
Uh, my recommendation, don't expect mm -hmm. any other email after you create the account. So you just log in again in 48 hours or 24, depending on your insanity or I don't know. And, <laughs> and mm -hmm. you are going to see the last option, like sign your documents. As soon as you sign the documents electronically, you have between 24 or 40 hours to receive the money. It's as simple as that. After you receive the money, that day, after to count, count, you, have, you need to count 12 more months because your first payment is going to be the day after 12 months later. And now, is, is the APR going to start accumulating from the moment that I get it or it starts to, accumulate, it starts to add up in 12 months, right? Yes. Exactly, and it's three point seven percent. So again, even that that I know the brief and the basis. So I always recommend you guys to double check very well. You, you know all the lines, at least the basic lines. And you, at the end, you, you are the only one who who really knows it makes sense to get this loan, as as a Silvana mentioned before. So you need this loan because you just wanted to have more money, or because you really want. For example, <laughs> that's smart pay the credit card who has the highest interest because you know you are at least I'm going to be relieved for 12 months no death in, 10, in 12 months no monthly payments in 12 months so mm -hmm. just for that you also have your company that I need cash flow get the money because you know right now we are in the in the moment that everything is so slow but it's not going to be forever but we just mm -hmm. need to hold we need to hold we need to finish this year to refresh for the next one. And I know that we need cash flow, but you have to be smart and double check if you really need to get that loan. And if you mm -hmm. are going to use, you know, uh, um, you have to be smart with the money. Yeah. It's basically that. So um, so now that, I, I don't know if anybody and you guys can jump in and ask questions. We're gonna start talking about more of like, ta about taxes. And even though today was tax day, right? Um, a lot of people file tax extensions. A lot of people also did not file tax accept extensions. Um, forget it. I'm just gonna like, like just let it happen. Um, a lot of people um, file for tax exception extensions, um, which is which is great. Many times we also forget to do it. We just forget. We don't we don't do it. And that's fine, just contact your accountant or contact Edith so she could help you out with that. Um, and then besides that, you have, if you are interested, if you feel like uh, maybe you've been doing your taxes yourself for the last three years, um, there is an opportunity to go back up to three years uh, and refile your taxes. And many times, um, when you refile your taxes and, and you, you really do compare yourself from how you were doing it on H&R Block or how you were doing it, um, this other one, I can't like remember the name right now, but- The TurboTax, the TurboTax. The TurboTax, yes. If you People were love TurboTax, Turbo oh my God. It's, uh, you know, it, it seems simple. It seems like you're just plugging in some numbers on some empty spaces, but- once you start uh, looking at what's going to happen with my taxes, you refile them with an accountant. Um, I have friends of mine who have personally refiled with, with Edith and they have still, which is not always the case, but they have still gotten 
like more money back even years back because the the you you know there were some things that were just filed incorrectly do you have any any stories um that that you want to share with us about about taxes and file filing taxes well no horror stories so one of one of the stories that i have i remember a couple that came to my office and he said i think they did my taxes wrong because i get all this money as a credit for this dependent and well okay let me check the dependent so what they did was like they put his wife instead of like husband and wife as a dependent so <laughs> literally as a dependent i was like but i mean is is she your wife or she's your daughter and who was like no 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 he's my wife and why he uh, why she's under the dependent file why why she's under that line well the guy asked me if i have any dependent and i say yes my wife and he asked me for her details and he just added in her in there say like, that's the reason why you get this credit but you know what good news i, I can fix that bad news you have to pay this money back because she is your wife she should know your daughter or thing like that so this is one of the big mistakes that people made the other one is create like student loans that at the end IRS can get back to you three years back and say, hey, you are telling me that you was, like say in Miami day and you spent $12,000, but what is the form? You didn't add me or you, I didn't receive any form, form from the Miami day. So that's the other one. And um, oof, I can, I mean, it's basically- So, so in the case of, of, that, of, that, of, um, of that man who, who put his wife as a, as a dependent, is it, is it because she, wasn't, she doesn't work? Yeah, but that's the thing. So all the husband or wife say, oh, I have, my husband is my dependent. I was like, what do you mean with that? Well, uh, I'm the only one working. Okay, good, but he's still your husband. So he's not by the IRS, by tax purposes, he's not your dependent. You are not going to get any credit because of him. You are going to get credit for your kids. You are going to get credit maybe for your granddaughter or grandson or maybe for your niece if they live with you. If their parent doesn't um, file any taxes or add them under their taxes. Otherwise, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, they are not your dependents, at least not for tax purposes. Makes sense, makes mm -hmm. sense. Wow, okay. Um, we did have a couple of questions in regards to um, the 1099 and another one. So it says, um, what happens if you apply for one of these loans uh, with a new corporation with no credit? Okay, what, what, what you mean, I mean, be more specific, new corporation. So first, to apply for this loan, you have to be at least open before, Jan before February 2020. So okay. about the credit, that's the thing, the credit is the owner. So that's why they check the owner mm. credit. So doesn't matter if the company is new, doesn't matter if the company has 10 years, five years, always going to check the owner's credit. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, another question here. I think what's a question about the deadline for PPP? 
that was the extension. Um, yeah, cool. we had um, the, the extension for August 8th. This one it says, um, so if you have a 1089. An employee. An employee. No, you cannot. You cannot because one of the proof that you have to show is that you have uh, a payroll. And payroll is W-2, not 1099. However, the person who has 1099, who receive or who give 1099, they can apply for a loan for the EIDL under self-employee. It's one question in the, in the application, actually at the beginning, that they ask mm -hmm. you, who are you? You are a self-employee or you are a company? In this case, if you receive 1099, you have to say, I am self-employee. Awesome. Um, do you, do, does anybody have any other questions in regards to taxes or the SBA um, applications, the loans? and I, how they work. I would, like, I would like to ask something about the extension of the taxes. Some people don't really realize that, I mean, the majority of the people who, do, who, who is doing the extensions right now is because they know that they have to pay, okay? That's, that's mm -hmm. the truth. But they think that sending the extension is always avoid uh, them to pay penalty or taxes or, or, or interest. That's not true. So you're just telling the IRS, I'm going to send my taxes later. But doesn't mean that you have to send your payment later. Means that starting tomorrow, whatever is the amount that you that you are going to own after you prepare your taxes, start counting interest. So if you do taxes, like say in August 20, you are going to get interest from July 16 until August 20. And it depends on the case as penalty too. Wow, okay. So yes, because that's, I have a lot of clients. Well, I have to pay the, uh, interest because we send an extension. I explained to you, I'm going to send you an extension, but extension without money means that anyways, you're going to be charged for the interest. So how does that work if you haven't filed your taxes yet? I guess once you do file them, they have the total that you owe and they just add the interest to it? Automatically. Yeah, they, they do their calculation. I mean, it's mathematical, basically. So they say, okay, now I receive your taxes. Uh, August 20 and you owe me $5,000, but you should pay me those $5,000 July 15. So I'm going to give you taxes. So they do, you know, the calculations. <laughs> Yes, I, yes, you need to go and fight now. Yeah. <laughs> I always I, recommend my people, hey, I understand more right now. You don't have the money completely to pay. Just at least pay something with your taxes. So a thousand, five hundred something, because they are going to calculate for the open balance after that, not for the full mm -hmm. balance. So, so uh, there is a question about if you have to amend a return, do you have to do it by the deadline? No, you don't have to. You don't have to because you are already D in time. So I always recommend to do the, I mean, to make the changes as soon as you can, you know, just to avoid any complication. But I know you don't have to. It's not deadline to change taxes. It's a deadline to file taxes for the first time. Okay. I mean, um, for the year in this case. Right. So there's another question. What is the interest rate on tax extensions? Or does it that's, vary? That's variable, yes. 
So, so they, they, they can be they can be as hard as a credit card. They can be like, oh my god, 25, 24 APR. It's crazy. So that's why sometimes I always say them as well to my client, hey, do you have a good credit card who can give you cash back and low internet, blah, 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 blah. Yes, pay that. Pay the IRS with a credit card. It's better to pay to the credit card to the IRS because the interest, they depend on the year or more. Or usually more. Wow. Okay. And how they make money. Do your, do your taxes on time, guys. <laughs> or at least pay on time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, that's that's very good to know. And it's uh, I don't know if there's anything. If you guys have any other questions, um, Edith is is completely uh, available now more than ever. She just finished. She just finished doing all the filing of the taxes today. Today was tax day, so um, and I still have a few. But after this call, I will finish them. <laughs> I know. I have so, until midnight. So if I'm getting a refund for 2019, will the IRS apply it to my previous year's tax debt? Yes, they usually do that. They usually do that's that. Kind of, that's kind of like child support. <laughs> <laughs> Before you get your money, it gets taken away from you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. Seems fair. It seems like a fair thing to happen there. Um, does anybody else have any other questions? Um, Edith, uh, I'm going to be um, sharing here her, her contact information. It's all on it's all on keeping your book. You see, you're like laughing about the things I can't hear otherwise. Um, it's, uh, if you guys follow keeping your book on Instagram, on Facebook, um, her email, her direct email, which I don't know if she's going to kill me, but it's edith at keepingyourbook.com. So let her know that you guys were part of this, uh, part of this live and um, she'll make sure to, you know, work something out and take care of you guys and um, at least have a quick consultation um, to understand what your needs may be and how she can help you. Yes. Um, the, so she's um, she's providing you guys there with um, the website as well, SBA. The link that you need to use. Um, so follow that link if um, if you guys want to move forward with applying to the PPP. And um, remember that that is the deadline for that is August eighth. Um, and then there's the other two loans that you could apply to if you have any other questions. Um, reach out to her directly and this I'm going to save this video so it's going to be available if you guys want to rewind it if you want to share it with anybody else um, feel free to do that as well so thank you um, thank you Edith thank you for for your time and for sharing your knowledge uh, with all of us and and just helping us navigate um you know these uh yes these times yes guys yeah. feel free to also send me message um uh, you know what at the end uh, in my profile in keeping your book is my phone number you can use whatsapp please so today i'm taking more calls and tests for people who need extensions only please only it is any oh. specific questions just please leave it for tomorrow. If you need any help or you have any doubts to do the applications through the SBA, 
leave it for tomorrow because I, I'm not, I can't help you right now. So right now that's the time that I say for you. But for any other question related to taxes, like today, mm -hmm. yes, I, I will be able to. So I have one question that I think we didn't, we didn't get to tackle. Um, is there anything that you can tell us or is there any information that you know in regards to, um, you know, just the, a lot of people right now with, um, with the pandemic and everything are, are getting furloughed by their, by their jobs? Is there anything ah, that they the should keep in mind? The unemployment website. The unemployment. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's still uh, a lot of people that they, don't, they don't really don't know if I can apply or not. So lay off, temporary lay off. Let's say that your employer say, I'm not fighting you. I just, for these three months, because of the situation, I can give you any job so I can pay you anything. That's temporary lay off due to COVID. So feel free mm -hmm. to go to your unemployment website and all the states has the option like, are you temporary layoff due to COVID? You say yes. So they're going to be able to help you. It's not going to affect you at all in the future. If you are resident and thinking in two or three years, I don't know, to be a US citizen, it's not going to affect you neither. If you wanted to come back to your job, you just need to stop requesting the weeks and come back to your job. It's not going to affect neither your employer because we already pay for it. So every year for each employee that we have, automatically we send money for them to have a phone for the kind of things of if you lose your job. It's basically that. So they are not going to be charged in addition for it. So I'm telling you this because I heard horror histories about employers telling their employees, like to my clients specifically, either he called me and he said like, if I take the unemployment, he's going to, he has to pay more and it's not fair and maybe I can use my job forever. I say, dude, that's not true. You just go and take your unemployment. So, and you don't need to call them to ask for permission. It's your right, just do it. Cool. Um, so I know we're wrapping up. Um, we'll just a couple of people just join. If you guys have any questions, shoot them now. Um, ask away. We, um, I am saving this uh, video and I'll be sharing it. Um, Edith is also going to be sharing it. So if there's anything um, that you might have missed, you can rewind this as well. Um, we covered a lot, a lot of information about the um, SBA loans, about the PPPs, about all these other awesome loans that you could apply to right now that you'd likely qualify, um, that you'd likely qualify for. And today is tax day, so she's wrapping up taxes for people. Or at this point, she's like filing extension um, for the most part. But if you have any questions, um, definitely email her. It's Edith at keepingyourbook.com. She also added in there in the chat her phone number. If you need her contact information, message me and I'll share with you as well. Um, if you have any questions, just um, email her with them and she'll be getting back to you after today um, when she's done with, with her clients and the, and the taxes and the deadline. Perfect. Thank you, Silvia. So, thank you, Edith. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Um, and I hope everybody found that really, um, really helpful. Okay, good luck. Thank stay, you. Stay clean and okay. safe. Bye. <laughs> All right, take care.